This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. Cannot escape your destiny. All systems have been alerted to your presence, sir. You're my only hope. Oh, it's beautiful. Welcome to the Living Force Podcast, Episode Zero, The Birth of the Living Force. On this episode, a look back at Star Wars Celebration Chicago. A thousand generations live in you now. What is your escape pod book? I got a bad feeling about this. And how to avoid being stuck in the middle. (laughs) And now, here are your hosts, Corey Helton, Eric Eilerson, and Charles Henkel. But anyways, find the Zaxby's. Get yourself some chicken, get some Zach sauce, <laughs> you'll be set. Is, it, is that like the secret sauce at McDonald's where it's just Thousand Islands? Pretty much. I mean, yeah, they like put <laughs> something else in it so they can change the name, but yeah, pretty much. <laughs> awesome. And on that, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode, or episode zero, of the Living Force Podcast. Uh, my name is Eric, I am one of your hosts, uh, and with me today are two excellent gentlemen. First off, we have Corey. Corey, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for uh, putting us all together, Eric. Of course, man. Thanks for bringing us together. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, and I also have Charles. What's up, man? Hey, guys. What's going on? Excited to be here. All right. So this is our episode zero, our intro to whatever this is going to be. Um, we are three guys that work at utini.com, uh, which is a site based around the Star Wars Expanded Universe uh, and we decided we want to sit around and talk about it all the time. So Shocker. maybe we'll record it. <laughs> right. Um, so first off, we're just going to go around and give you guys a brief intro on who we are, where to find us, what we do at Utini, uh, and then we'll go into the stuff about what this podcast is going to be and what the site is. Uh, so as I said, my name is Eric. I'm a writer at Utini. I manage our blog, our reviews, things like that. Um, I'm on Twitter, at Eric Eilerson. Try to spell my last name. I dare you. Um, and Corey, uh, who are you and what's your importance to all this? Uh, sure, sure. So I'm easily the most important among all of us. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm completely kidding. I could not be here without, without the incredible team that we have assembled here. I'm Corey Helton. I'm the founder of Utini. I started Utini in uh, about October of 2017, originally as sort of a book club. We had book subscriptions. We sold Star Wars books for about a year. It's a little over a year. I think we had 13 God, shipments. Yeah. yeah, that was a long time ago, mm-hmm. it seems like. Um, in about about January of 2019, we switched gears, uh, got super inspired to sort of solve some of the problems that we originally set out to solve, which we're going to come back around to here in just a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's me. I'm a, my personal life, I'm a, uh, well, I'm about to be a physician in about a week, two weeks, God. May the 4th, actually. May the 4th yeah. be with you. I'm graduating <laughs> from medical school on May the 4th. Oh my God. How, yeah. how is that passed by the Slack channel? I don't know. I, <laughs> I keep forgetting to bring it up. I keep forgetting to bring it up. But um, yeah, so I'm going to be a family doctor. I'm going to family medicine. Um, yeah, I'm sure we'll talk more about that on on the show at some you, point. You got to buy a house in like the next month or something. I'm right? yeah thinking about buying a house. We'll see. Going to look this weekend. Um, probably by the time this airs, we will know. God, we'll hopefully, s- we'll see. All right, Charles, who are you? Uh, well, I, you know, I'm realizing I'm basically just a knockoff of Corey. We have the same initials. <laughs> um, I am also going to be a family medicine physician in a few weeks' time. Uh, you're going to beat me, though, man. You're going to beat me. Uh, May 4th for you. It's not till May 15th for me. Oh, so, wow. Interesting. Um, I guess I'll have to work a couple weeks longer than you on the other end <laughs> to even things out. But 
Like forever. Yeah. <laughs> like literally until you retire, you have to retire two weeks after Corey now. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> um, well, I'm probably never going to stop working, so that's probably a problem for you, Charles. Well, the cool thing is that none of us ever will. You. <laughs> we're all guys. We're all going to work till we die. Let's not pretend. <laughs> that's 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 probably true. <laughs> yes, but okay. So to answer uh, your question, what I do for Utini, I'm a writer, and I have been doing kind of some of the roundtable discussions we've been having before this, which is now kind of morphed into this new podcast the living force yeah we like absor- absorbed that didn't we yeah pretty much yeah if any of you guys have been around utini for a bit um for each like new canon release mostly um or like big news we did a big round table uh discussion with like five or six people which was a ton of fun um and we realized we loved chatting about that so much that would make it a weekly thing so we kind of made it a little smaller and made it a little more consistent and that's kind of where this was birthed I guess I don't like that verb, but that's what happened. Yeah, that got weird. <laughs> yeah, I got a little weird. It's yeah. gonna get weird, guys. Manifested by the force. So, God, see, that's why you founded this company. That's why <laughs> yeah. you did it. You're better. <laughs> um, but yeah, so as Corey said, uh, that's kind of how Utini came into being um, as a book subscription service with monthly shipping that Corey and his awesome wife Kate put together literally by themselves every month. That was painful. Um, Let's not even lie. It was a lot, man. I mean, we got we got a lot of people Star Wars books, which was great. Um, but the workflow just kind of didn't end up serving the company all right. So we switched to all content-based stuff, which is what right. this is part of. Right. Um, so, Corey, do you want to – I know we kind of mentioned it. Do you want to go more into, like, what's the mission of the site – yeah, right now, absolutely. And then we'll talk about actually what this podcast is going to do. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about that. Um, so like we said, we were originally a, a, a sort of a book subscription. Uh, the reason that was the case was really because we – I have been a huge Star Wars fan forever. I got into the books when I was in about eighth grade. And, um, and it really changes everything. If you are not already into the books or into the comics, if you're only into the films or the TV shows, then – I mean, just comparatively hour-wise, like I haven't actually done the math, but I mean, let's say there's, let's see, there's what? How many movies now? I see 20 hours worth of movie content, probably Something more like than that. that. Yeah, but it's probably a couple hundred hours of TV content now. Um, man, all the books and comics, there's literally thousands, thousands of hours of incredible content. And I mean, until you crack open the books, you just don't even realize how big the galaxy of Star Wars is. I mean, yeah, it's, dude, it's... I was like, I was watching Clone Wars the other day alone and I was thinking like, God, I feel so connected to Anakin here because I see him like 200 times more often than Hayden Christensen. Exactly. You know? And in the books right. take that even further. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So the start, the books are awesome. Um, the expanded universe is a pretty great community around it. And I, I mean, it, people just don't read books that often. I mean, there's so, there's such a huge portion of the population doesn't read um, they don't read comics or books or anything, and I really wanted to kind of take it upon myself to to do something that would help share the expanded universe with folks, and that's kind of what led to the creation of Utini. We originally thought that that was going to be um, through actually physically getting people books, but we found ourselves, even not even just myself, other folks on our team, we found ourselves just giving book recommendations more often than anything else. So, I mean, that's kind of where we have have changed around. So, like, we have edited our mission. We have an official company mission right now. It's the mission of Utini is to bridge the gap between Star Wars fans and the vastness of the expanded universe. Um, our goal is to make the EU accessible and fun to explore through a positive and uplifting community of fellow fans. So, on top of just helping people get into the expanded universe, we've since very recently come around to this idea of community. Um, I went to celebration last weekend. Oh, God, I 
Oh, man. And Charles and I did not. No. Yes. Um, and, we, <laughs> and I just love I like hearing Corey because talk about it because it doesn't make me jealous at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> man, the community aspect of Celebration was absolutely, absolutely incredible. The, like, three-minute standing ovation that we all gave Kelly Marie Tran was incredibly, incredibly moving. Like, when the first time everyone saw Ahmed come out on, on – on stage uh guy who played jar jar binks like he came out last year and said that he had issues with suicidality um and mental health and it was just really beautiful to see the fan community totally come together and um i had people i had a couple people recognize me at 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 celebration which is amazing um (laughs) made me feel like a little celebrity a little bit um and then we went to a big podcast meetup and met a whole bunch of other fan groups and and stuff and we really came around it really opened my eyes to the fact that Utini is right there on the edge of of being a very recognizable name in the fan community and uh, the what i think what people are seeking in in getting in star wars more than anything else is an escape and to be able to escape with a ton of other folks that also share their same beliefs and their share their same passion and enthusiasm for the, for the movies and the books and the films um, that's what we want to do. We want to create that awesome community. And we think that, uh, maybe doing that through a podcast is, is a great way to sort of, um, put some voices with names and maybe some faces with names and, and, you know, so we can have literally have a voice in which to address our community. Uh, we're also getting ready to launch a, a new discord. So we're going to try to push a, push a, a more public community. We have a great community already. Just the team does and our Slack, our Slack teams. That's where we do our communication for the company. We have a blast. I absolutely love our Slack and I would love to be able to share what we have, our little Utini family. I would love to share that with the greater community. So, mm-hmm. um, that's kind of where I see Utini going. Uh, we're a content site. We have a really incredible website. Be sure to check out utini.com if you've never done that. Um, it's gorgeous now. Um, yeah, I mean, you did do the design, so you'll say it's gorgeous. But Charles and I will also back. Yes, you up. I can second. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's, yes, it's seriously such a cool site, man. Um, and like, I think you make a good point that I don't know about you guys, but there's no one else in my physical life that reads these Star Wars books for the most part. Like, if I'm if I I can't really give them to people easily. Yeah, no, not at all. Yeah, as, as I'd want to, exactly. you know what I mean? Right. Um, because yeah, I, there's still sort of a, I don't, shame is not the right word, stigma? but there is, stigma is a good word. There's still sort of a stigma with, with reading Star Wars. I mean, it's like a, a level of nerd. I mean, that's above watching the movies. I mean, I don't think mm-hmm. there are very few people these days that are just like, yeah, I don't like Star Wars or I, I've never watched Star Wars. I mean, you hear, I never watched Star Wars occasionally, but mm-hmm. you rarely hear people say, I don't like Star Unless Wars. Unless they're like trying to be cool. Right. And it's like, exactly. this isn't a middle school lunch table. It's all right. Right. <laughs> right. And then, but like the books do have this, this extra, um, like I, I usually get the, they make Star Wars books or like, yeah. wow, how many of those are, aren't you done by now? Or like things like that, you know? Right. Whereas some people that might be nervous to start them, like that's what the site's for now. Like if you're nervous about right. start, like there's so many, I don't know where to start, which I was, I have no idea. I, oh, my it's buddy, completely overwhelming. It's confusing. It is. Like my buddy just happened to, in California was like, Hey man, try out Lost Stars. And I think you'll like it. And that was it. And now I work for this company because of Claudia Gray. Right. Um, right. Which, by the way, if you're just listening to this, free tip. Just read Lost Stars by Claudia Gray. Um, <laughs> no, but in all, before in you reality, even go to the site. If you go to like your local bookstore and all you do is just look for the Star Wars logo and pick up the first thing that you see, you could end up in the middle of like a 21-book series, have no God. idea what's going on. Like it is, It really is truly overwhelming. But if you get yeah. the right first steps, then you're totally – you're fine. You're gold. 
Right. Well, that's exactly what happened to me. You guys have all heard my my Star Wars stories. I the first book I picked up was in the eighth grade. I was shopping with my mom, and uh, she dropped me off at a Barnes and Noble, and I picked up Invincible by Troy Denning, which is number nine in the Legacy of the Force series. So, like, <laughs> and the Legacy of the Force series is so far in in like chronologically in the expanded universe in in, in the Legends timeline that like so much really important stuff has already happened. I'm like. Who the heck are all these? That so there are solo children now. Like Luke, who's Mara Jade? I don't understand anything that <laughs> yeah, is happening. Like you couldn't have grabbed like Bane or like Kenobi or something. Like you had to right. go into like a further timeline. Did you exactly. even read the back and before I, you bought I, it? May, uh, maybe, but I mean, it had this really, really cool looking Jedi chick on the front. That's why I picked it up. Probably <laughs> eight, the eight, Oh yeah. The eighth grade marketing right there. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. What it is. That's right. Yeah. No, it still cracks me up that people ask, ask the question. Like, I don't even know there were, or they say something like, I didn't even know there were star Wars books. Like, I think it might be the largest single franchise section of any, you know, big, big box bookstore. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there's lots of other franchises There's some star Trek stuff. Like there's, you know, the halo books, there's a couple of halo books and stuff, but in like, but like outside of being an entire genre, just by itself, the star Wars section itself is enormous. At, yeah. at, at bookstores. And it's, and it's honestly like bigger than ever right now. Like, I mean, we're getting things that San Diego comic-con has star Wars book announcements. Right. You know, and um, and that's kind of a, another big reason why we launched this site and we're launching this podcast because we're at a point now where there's more Star Wars book news than ever. There's more Star Wars stories that are coming out and every single one is connected, which is also unique to what it was. Like back in the Legends days, like a lot of the books were connected, like but there wasn't this kind of necessary connection. Like you could just write a Star Wars book that was a little separate but now, like, every story is connected to the comics, is connected to the novels. And, dude, I love finding the connections between each new book. And I want to geek out about that stuff with my friends. And now I get to once a week. And that's basically, yes. like, was one of the impetuses for this thing, you know? Um, yeah, totally. Which, which kind of I want to bring to uh, the name of this podcast, right? Right. Um, which took us a while. Uh, we were, we were going back and forth with a couple things. Um but as we're recording this, we're in the week of Master and Apprentice by Claudia Gray being released. Um, it's phenomenal. There's a review on the website by the time you hear this. Uh, but a lot of the book has to do with the mysticism of the Force, um, with like Qui-Gon especially. And I was reading it, and I realized that so much of Star Wars, with the community now, and with the stories now, and with the characters now, is all about the connection and is all about the fact that the force as an entity is connection between people. That's the definition. You know, it's not about lifting rocks, you know, to quote Luke. It's about the connection between all living things. And more, I thought about it, that's what we're trying to do with Utini, and that's what we're trying to do with this podcast. So it just kind of made sense. I mean, as you guys hopefully subscribe and listen to this podcast, we're going to try to connect with a bunch of members of our team a bunch of people in the community a bunch of people in the star wars world potentially in the future because everything is kind of united through the living force to get all philosophical about it so that's where i came to it from uh and i think it'll look really cool in a logo you know <laughs> to, to be simple yeah about it. i i totally agree that 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 the entire scene in empire strikes back when when yoda explains to luke what the force is, is I think my favorite scene in literally all of star Wars. I mean, 
and he's like the rock, the tree, like it passes through all of us. It flows through us. We're all connected. I mean, it's such a beautiful analogy and it perfectly explains what the force is. I mean, and I totally agree. Like I come, when you said, when you said, why don't we call the show the living force? I like freaked out. I immediately fell in love with it. It, it totally symbolizes everything that we're trying to do. Like to me, the living force is the star Wars fan community. I mean, that's, mm-hmm what we all are. I mean, we're all connected with this thing that we share and love and we're passionate about. And, um, I think it's, I think it's perfect. Well, it is yeah. perfect. And the other thing to mention is that, I mean, there are multiple facets of the force, right? That's why the living force is even a term. There's like the cosmic force, the, the unifying force, all these different things, but the living force is what focuses on the now, what focuses on right. the moment and your connection with everything around you right here, right now. And that's what we want this podcast to be really is an escape for you in this moment right now. Let's, let's get connection with the community, with the, the thing that we love and let's just enjoy the moment. Yeah. Which brings us around to the final part of this podcast, which we'll repeat again at the end uh, is you is the listeners is the community. Um, we at the end of every show or maybe the last half of every show, depending um, are just going to answer questions from the community. Like, I have so many thoughts myself, as does Corey, as does Charles, about the Star Wars EU, but I know that's not even a fraction of what the community thinks. So, uh, we have an email. It's official. It's, we're, we're an official podcast, guys. Um, it is livingforce at utini.com. And whenever you want, shoot us an email with any thought about the EU, whether it's a book, whether it's a comic whether like you see the episode nine trailer and you say, Oh my gosh, you know what? I would love a book about the Knights of Ren. Like, what do you guys Please. think? You know, whatever that is. I mean, yes, that's yeah. sorry. Yeah, spoiler. Can we, we just, do. can we just go ahead and answer that? I mean, yes. Spoiler, <laughs> yeah, we do. Yes, we do. Um, I want it to be written by, Oh God. No, I, I back myself into a corner on that. Cause I don't know who I want to write that Knights of Ren book. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, but we would discuss that out, you know? So, uh, so yes, livingforce at utini.com. A huge part of this is going to be us communicating with you as a community to kind yeah. of have that giant discussion and bring you in to our thoughts and to kind of have that back and forth that is ever-evolving and living. Right. Uh, so, and I mean, we honestly... Want the, we want the podcast to be like a, a connection between all of our other projects, right? We have this really awesome website that we're continually updating. We're building beautiful timelines on, uh, adding book reviews and all every book is going to have a profile on our website where you can read about what the book's about whether or not you would like it uh, what themes are presented um you know we have the website and that's a great written format we also have the the discord community which can be a, a fantastic way for all of us to communicate the the podcast is sort of the connection between all of it which is right. uh, so i mean yeah we we definitely want community involvement we want you to feel like you're part of something with us and like that's the whole point of this is to have you know, fellow friends and passionate fans to go through this journey with, to, like to travel through the expanded universe, to travel to a galaxy far, far away. We want that. We so, got it. You said yeah, it. That's you right. You said the thing. I did. <laughs> um, and to kind of like round that out on a semi, a semi-serious note, um, the last few years have been kind of tough for the Star Wars community. It's there's been a lot of, um, there's been a rise in toxicity of a minor subgroup. There's been a lot of kind of anger and frustration involved in something that's so beautiful and pure, frankly. So to say it now and to like reinforce it on every episode going out, this is a positive podcast. We are all about like the love in the community, the support in this community. Not to say that we're going to be super like 
you know, rose-colored glasses about every piece of media. Like, we'll be, we're, we'll be honest about things that we like, the things that can improve about books or whatever it shall be. But we're never going to drag anyone on this podcast. We're never going to take part in any kind of conversation that takes down members of this community um, because there's no need for it. This is right. all something that we love. It's something that we come to because we love it. And we are so excited to talk about every part of it that why would we waste our time with that? Preach. Um, yeah, yeah, so for sure. That's that's that that's up. absolutely the mantra that we we preach at Utini. And I think people sometimes misconstrue that to oh, you guys just worship Disney and you just like you're gonna love everything that's ever created mm-hmm. and you would never say anything negative about The Last Jedi and all this stuff. And that like that's not that's not true at all. It's just I mean, it's it's ab- there's absolutely stuff about the films we don't like, stuff about books we don't like, and there are particular books that we just don't enjoy and we didn't enjoy and we're going to have those conversations and talk about those but there's a way to be critical without being destructive and to be personally you know there's no need to ever personally attack an author because i mean quite frankly i want to meet them all (laughs) i mean i want i want to i want to i want to be able to have a conversation you know objectively about something that an author has written to their face so i mean you know i would i think my personal mantra is just going to be to try to be like let's think about what the author would say if we were in the room with them i mean yeah i mean they're uh, writing star wars guys we're getting new star wars possibly forever that's amazing yeah a a big part of this is of 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 loving star wars is choosing to love star wars and i think that's kind of true when you with with anything is we just choose joy on our team we choose Mm -hmm. to to find the good in things and not the bad and to uplift people and uplift the fan community. And you know, that's what we're all about. I think that's just Absolutely. going to be a movement that we're going to see in general, just from everything that you told us about what was going on at Celebration, Corey, that oh, you've yeah. already mentioned. And if, if you're listening to this and you haven't watched that like three-minute recap that they put out, uh, the video on YouTube, then go watch that. There is so much love out there for Star Wars, and I think we are going to see – sort of a close to the chapter of a lot of that toxicity, or at least I hope that's what we're seeing. I think, I I think think that's, I think so. I mean, the, the first panel, the first panel of the weekend was the, uh, was the episode nine panel and like the way that everyone reacted to not only the trailer, but just personally to the actors and to the cast when they came out and to Kathleen Kennedy and to JJ Abrams, the way that everyone reacted to them just completely set the, set the tone for the rest of the weekend Mm -hmm. and man it was like i knew i I knew there that it was going to be an incredible experience and it's it's i expected to go to celebration and love everything and it's awesome and it's star wars i didn't expect to cry but i literally cried (laughs) multiple times Mm -hmm. because it was just it was just it was such a breath of fresh air man the last the last year has been really really hard like Mm -hmm. i mean i've asked myself like am i in a am i in a bad fandom like am am i Mm -hmm. bad for being a star wars fan like it it just there's just been so much negativity and hate and the way that killing marie tran was bullied on social media Mm -hmm. and it's just like i was like god man star wars fans suck like is that really the case like but this weekend was was such proof that like listen all you have to do is charge a thousand bucks and then then like (laughs) you 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 get all the you know not to gatekeep but you get all the the real true fans in one place and Mm-hmm. It was just it was just such a breath of fresh air to see it was like as everyone screened out in in one voice that listen we don't believe in that hate we don't believe in that negativity this is what we value and we care about you as individuals we care about the fandom where it's going and it was it was it was beautiful it really and I was. think that's that's a key part about this 
this uh, podcast too because the more I thought about that stuff you're talking about, Corey, with the negativity online especially, is that if you're angry, you will yell. Like that's right. That's Chaps the well. thing. But if you're happy, like the happiest I was sometimes this week was just sitting reading Master and Apprentice in the quiet on a couch. But I was so happy, but I didn't necessarily broadcast it as much. So that's yeah. what we're fixing with this. We're literally broadcasting how positive we are about Star <laughs> right, Wars. Right, um, which needs to be done. It does. And we're going to be bringing on, uh, hopefully, other – there's so many cool podcasts in this community. Uh, we're going to be bringing on people from those podcasts to share their love and their passion. Um, and then shooting you over to their stuff too because ultimately there's, this isn't a competition field. You know, This is all people saying, yes, me too, yes, me too. Um, so we're going to try to bring on people that are going to share that as well and grow and grow and grow until we're all at the next celebration cheering and crying together. That's, that's right. That's right. And other members of our team, too. There's just three yeah. of us. We're, we're going to try to shoot for a two to four people, probably tops, like on on these episodes. But we have an enormous team at UTNE. We have like a 25. There's probably going to be more than that after I'm done interviewing mm-hmm. this round of interviews. But there's, there's, we're going to have a lot of folks. There's a lot of folks in our team. And lots of people have really great things to say and want to come on the show and have great speaking voices and are intelligent speakers and have lots of cool things to say about star wars so we're definitely going to try to have more members on our team so it's probably not always just going to be us too so right uh so to round that out too i'm gonna gonna, i gotta get a different phrase i think i've said that at least three times um the three of us put together something that we are calling uh the star wars fan code um inspired by the brilliance that is the jedi code uh, which is immaculately written and should never be copied but damn it, we tried. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but here is um, kind of our philosophy in a Star Wars way. There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. Trust in the living force. Mm. And that's who we are. Yeah. That's, uh, we, 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 we wrote that to try to put a mantra like officially a mantra on what we believe and i think that sums it up perfectly and to remind ourselves you know because like you said we're all gonna have times where it gets a little hard you know we all have lives outside this like Corey and charles are in medicine i'm an actor like we're in industries that can take a lot of emotional and mental toll um and star wars will be that place we come to feel that positivity and to feel that love and to be really stoked about starships Yes. So there we go. Uh, so we got about ah about 10 minutes left or so. So I want to round up this episode because we don't have fan questions yet. Livingforce at utini.com. Um, <laughs> just a reminder. Um, I want to go around, guys, and talk about – we talked a little bit about how we came to the EU. But I want to specify that a little more and talk about currently our favorite books um, so that you guys as a community can kind of – get where we're coming from and our our tastes so you can say wow i don't trust them at all and unsubscribe <laughs> immediately if you want <laughs> um, so uh so hey charles how would you first start uh reading if you want to go a little more specific and right now you're being you're being shut out of an escape pod you have one book what is it oh yeah also talk about also talk about like what mediums you guys read because i think oh, yeah we, right, I right, think right we have a little bit like some people read audiobooks some people read comics let's talk about that also good point okay so i i've been a fan of you know the movie since i was a kid literally as long as i can remember i told everyone on this podcast here i'll say it now again that one of my earliest memories is literally watching empire on vhs in my living room when i was mm. a kid and uh 
you know, it's kind of weird. One day I just, I loved reading and one day it just dawned on me all of a sudden. I was like, are there Star Wars books? Like, I mean. The, That's so this, self-aware. I love that. It was, it was weird. <laughs> it was weird. So like I, I went to Barnes and Noble and boom, there you go. So I picked one up. The first one I picked up could honestly be my answer for the uh, escape pod question. Um, it was the Paradise Snare by A.C. Crispin. So the first book so in the, good. so good, in the Han Solo trilogy. Um, and from there it, it just grew. Um, I, I read the books obviously still do. That's why I'm here, but I also dabble in the comics. I tend to be a little bit behind the times on those just because I wait for the big volumes to come out, but I still make my way through them. And then of course, you know, still watching the movies and TV shows. Um, as far as the reason I didn't say for sure Paradise Snare is my escape pod answer is because I recently read Kenobi and gosh darn it, if that's not one of the most fun reads that I've had in yeah. a long time. It was yeah, man. It, it's it's dense, like it's long, but it is so worth it. And Obi-Wan is my favorite character. I know that's pretty common, but I just relate to him a lot and um his accent is awesome and I tried to read out loud in his accent the entire time and that was fun. And <laughs> Brilliant. Eric, you would be probably appalled at my acting skills. <laughs> Um, so that, that could be my answer. And I'll tell you one last thing is I'm in the middle of Master and Apprentice. I know you guys have both actually finished it, but I didn't get my hands on it for about 24 hours after you guys. And uh, it, it could be my favorite by the time we end this. It, I think it could definitely yeah. be my favorite canon um, novel for sure. I might even start calling it Masterpiece and Apprentice. Oh, yeah, yeah. dude. Mm, look at you. I clever. love that. I like that. Uh, Corey, hit it, man. <clears throat> um, well, my uh, my – I've talked about this before too. My uh, first exposure to Star Wars is, was I, I love this. I think it's pretty unique. Uh, I watched the Star Wars movies on Laserdisc. It was a it was a, a brief technological uh, innovation between VHS and DVDs. It didn't quite catch on. Kind of like the next uh, big thing. It was gonna work. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> but they're on a it, movies were on like like vinyl like record size disc and uh you can only you could hold like an hour and 15 minutes i think on of uh of content on on one side so you had to flip it it. oh my yeah you had had to flip it in the middle of the movie i have no idea where the flip was but um, i hope it was was... in the middle of a line like i hope it was (laughs) just arbitrarily chosen (laughs) i don't i don't think it was i think it was like a time that it was like during a transition it's it's literally just like luke i am yes that's the worst (laughs) That's that's the worst. <laughs> oh come on, whoa, Charles! You're gonna hit us with a misquote you're on right, our first right. episode. No, I am your father. Actually, that's like the most misquoted <laughs> thing of all time. It is. It I just is. lost all it credibility. Is. God, it's gonna take like three episodes <laughs> to off. get back you're from You're still this. here. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so I watched the movies on Laserdisc, and um, I kind of got out of. I was a little kid. I loved the snow ones, what I referred to Empire as, uh, and I I kind of got back into Star Wars when the prequels rolled around. Um, I a lot of folks will say I was born in '93. Um, a lot of people will say that they remember that their first exposure to Star Wars was Phantom Menace, and I don't actually remember seeing that movie in theaters. Like, I, maybe I was too young to remember it properly, or maybe it just didn't have an impact on me then, but. Um, the first movie I saw in theaters that I can distinctly remember because I saw it multiple times, one of the first movies I ever saw in my life multiple times was Attack of the Clones. And um, it wasn't until fairly recently that I realized that everyone universally hates that movie the most. <laughs> I always thought that The Phantom Menace was the most hated of all the Star Wars films. Um, but I don't care. I like I like Attack of the Clones better than The Phantom Menace. I'll say it. There you go. Um, yeah, and it's because I have sentimental attachment to it, and that's fine. 
Um, I got into the Star Wars books, like I said earlier, uh, when I was about the eighth grade um, with the, the Legacy series, and I still hold everything that happens post Yuuzhan Vong War very close to my heart in mm-hmm. in Legends. Um, Escape Pod book. I have a couple. Um, it's a big pod books. It is, and <laughs> it is. Um, I actually am going to jump canon. Funny enough, uh, I, there's a lot of legend stuff that I absolutely loved, but I really, really liked the newest Thrawn novel. Um, I loved the development. Wait, the, of, newest? the newest Thrawn novel? No, not, not the newest. The, I meant the the newest <laughs> novel called Thrawn. Got it. Yes, Thrawn, the first of the Thrawn books that was brought into canon. Yeah. Um, Thrawn was my is one of my favorites. So not Thrawn Alliances is what you're saying. Uh, let's not go there, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, just, just to clarify, which is the favorite? That's all. Yes, <laughs> pure Thrawn. Yes, uh, I, d- I didn't like Thrawn Alliances. Uh, um, yes, uh, Thrawn is is one of my favorites, um, and of course, Lost Stars. I preach this all the time. In my opinion, Lost Stars is arguably. I'm probably going to get shot down for saying this, but I think Lost Stars is the best Star Wars book that's ever been written. Uh, no one here has taken a shot at you for that. That's for sure. It, that's yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm sure people disagree with me. Um, I love Lost Stars. Lost Stars seems to be pretty much unanimously loved by the entire fan community as well. Um, if you've never read Star Wars, I highly recommend starting with Lost Stars. That's uh-huh. my universal first Star Wars book read. I mean, it's got everything that a good Star Wars book has. I mean, it's got a little bit of romance in it. It's got really fantastic character development. It has subtle touches to the original trilogy and small scenes that happen behind, you know, kind of behind yeah. that are referenced to and in the, the movies. the stakes are so high. Like, you feel... Yes. It, I think like that's hard to do in a novel sometimes is to, like, make a cinematic epic level of stakes. But, yes. God, she does it. And it's a one-and-done thing, right? I mean, mm-hmm. there are oh, very few references to uh, original characters. Um other than some of the villains are, are obviously from the original trilogy, but I mean, it's like a, it's like a, I pick this book up. I don't know these characters at all. I get to learn who they are throughout the novel, and then I'm done, and the story's done, and yep. it's it's fantastic. Cool. Um, yeah. So here, I'll I'll finish this up by kind of echoing a bit of what you guys said. I mean, I watched the original trilogy as a kid. Um, had the VHSs with like the half faces. Um, I remember that. Uh, and then watched all the prequels in theaters. I had a Jar Jar towel. Um, I mean, I loved, <laughs> did you I really? loved them. I did, I did. And then in fourth grade, I think third or fourth grade, I picked up uh, the first of the Young Jedi Knights series. Because um, I was like, oh, there's kids in Star Wars. Okay, weird. And I loved them. I read the first four up until the point where they got lightsabers. Uh, to the point where uh, one of them uh, built a lightsaber out of a Rancor tooth which has become my sole purpose at Galaxy's Edge when I go there. Um, and then I just stopped. I don't know why, but I just did because I was a dumb kid. Uh, and then <laughs> I kind of took a weird break, got into a lot of sports, did a lot of things, which I still love. Um, and then around Force Awakens time, I got so far back into it, uh, Red Lost Stars, and that got me back into the books. And now I'm absolutely obsessed, trying to read a lot of legends that I missed um, and things like that. Escape pod book. Uh, I mean, you guys are all correct as far as, you know, lost stars and Kenobi and, uh, paradise snare. So I'm going to say the revenge of the Sith novelization. Mm. I think for me, Mm. um, it's such a uniquely written book. It's, uh, it takes the definition of novelization and twists it on its head to the point where it's just, an incredible story of tragedy and character 
and Matthew Stover's writing prose is so affecting. Like it's it's one of the books, one of the few books I can remember trying to find light sources to read. Like wherever I was when I was reading it. Like if I was in a car in the dark, I was waiting for streetlights to come by so I could read a sentence. Um, but also, as Charles said, uh, Master and Apprentice is flirting with that line. Um, yeah. Another spoiler for my review. It's it's truly a masterpiece. Let's talk about um, something we've kind of alluded to a little bit already. Let's talk about getting into Star Wars books for the first time and kind of how Utini can help do that um, briefly, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's finish up our stuff with this. Um, yeah, I think, I, mean, I think that's really, to put it simply, is the point of Utini. Right. You know, um, Corey had this great idea um, with the site to set up guides and Originally, we wrote these just straight-up guides, like, here's all the canon books, here's all the Legends books, or whatever. You know, that was our idea. And then we realized, how do people read these things? You That's pick a, a movie you love. question to address. Yeah. Why do people read Star Wars books, you know? Like, you have a character you love and you want more, or you have a timeline you love you want more. You have a group of something you want more. And we kind of took that and run with it, didn't we? Yeah, I think a lot of people kind of, you know, judge me if you will for for having this sort of belief system but a lot of people get into star wars books and they think okay there's sort of two frequently referenced ways to read star wars books it's either reading them in chronological order like literally by the star wars timeline which starts thousands and thousands of years before the films do yes Mm -hmm. right like thousands of years before the films um or read them in publishing order which this original order that star wars books were published in um you know, from 1970, whatever, whenever the first book came out, I think it was 78 when the first book came out and uh, all the way up to uh, now, right? Read them in publishing order. Um, And I will argue that both of those ways are not good ways (laughs) to read Star (laughs) Wars books. Um, It may have been a good way to read Star Wars books in the nineties because um, there weren't that many books. Uh, The chronological order thing wasn't a big issue because there weren't very many books, if any, that were not surrounding the original movies, uh, so a lot of Star Wars fans, especially ones that are very well versed in the books and the comics, will say, um, "Will say, start read them chronologically or read them in publishing order." And I think that's just because that's how they got started in it. That's how they did it. Um, a lot of us, like myself, like Eric, and like Charles, did not read them in some order. We just picked up one up at random and, and started that way. And that's got its own issues with it as well. You can do like me and end up in the ninth book in a <laughs> really complex, <laughs> convoluted plot. <laughs> Uh, or you can uh, get lucky the way that Charles did and get the first of an incredible, incredible um, series. Uh, so we, we've tried to help like bridge that a little bit at Utini. So to address the question, where do I start getting re- if, starting reading Star Wars books? If you've never read them before, where do you start? We have a really great guide on this on our website. Um, it's called the Getting Started Guide. You can go to the homepage. It's on the homepage. You can see it there. And uh, we have put a, a, an absolute lot of thought into this. There was a lot of debate amongst our team of, of how we should tell people to get started reading books. Blood was shed. I mean, yeah. it was intense. I mean, yeah. We even, we even sacrificed this one member of the team who we just disagreed with entirely. But Great I mean, guy, but... Yeah, we had to kill him. I'm sorry. It was rough. Um, <laughs> fed, him, fed him to the Rancor. You uh, can't but, start with I Jedi. You just can't. Uh, let's not go there. <laughs> let's not go there. Um, yeah, so we, we created a getting started guide, and we, we picked five foundational books, what we call foundational books, that are um, some of the absolute best in quality by some of the most popular authors, um, 
that are that have important stakes for the grand scheme of Star Wars story, but also um, are not so important or convoluted that you have to read lots of other books to pick them up. Uh, I think they're all really great getting started books. That's kind of why we, we selected them. And uh, some of them are part of a series, some of them are not. And let's just run through those really quick. Uh, the first book that we universally recommend is Lost Stars. Uh, it's like I've already talked about it plenty. It's a fantastic book. The next one in our foundational guide is Darth Bane, Path of Destruction. It's the first of the Darth Bane series. Uh, it it creates the rule of two, um, this series does, and how there's only always one master, one apprentice. It's a fantastic book. The audiobook is unbelievable as well. Um, the next on the list is Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. Uh, Eric, this, you said this was your escape pod book, right? Yeah, I did, yeah. And it's because it, it takes – if you're only familiar with the movies, it's like, cool, here's something you're familiar with, but also shows you kind of what a novel can do that's a little different. Yeah, yeah. That's It's easily the best of all of the film novelizations. A lot of people sort of, uh, you know, lift their nose at um, – at film novelizations just because they're like, Oh, I've seen the movie. I don't need to read the book. Like this book is very different from the movie. I mean, it completely develops Anakin in a way that the films don't do not. And it's Mm -hmm. incredible, incredible. Uh, next is an absolute fan favorite heir to the empire. It's, uh, kind of credited. Timothy's on is kind of credited with putting star Wars books on the map with this book. Mm -hmm. It's very good. Um, it's a legends book. It's utterly fantastic. Highly recommend it. It's the first of a trilogy as well. Uh, and then the last book is, uh, Charles alluded to this already, is Kenobi. It's a fantastic standalone book about uh, Obi-Wan and his time in the desert uh, following giving up uh, Luke to the Lars family. And um, it's, it's, it's great. It's great. Yeah. Um, so and if you have any um, – so if you've read some of these books and you agree, if you've read some and you disagree, or if you say, hey, I think this should actually be a foundational or this is what got me in – Again, shoot us an email, livingforce at utini.com, and tell us why. And we'd love to kind of bat that around. And if uh, we need to shoot you at the airlock, we might. But uh, if you need to make us rethink our entire life philosophy, that'd be cool too. Or tweet at us, right? We could talk to you real time. That's right, at livingforcepod on Twitter. Um, We're going to – Charles just got a Twitter. Corey's really just getting into Twitter. We'll do our personal handles again uh, in probably about a minute here as we wrap up. Uh, we'd love to interact with you guys as much as possible and talk about Star Wars books. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, I think I think we did it, guys. Is that I think we did it. Uh, we did we, did, we did. don't have to ever record an episode again. <laughs> no, we didn't. I, I That's think it. This is all I wanted to say. I <laughs> one and done. Now, right? we, this is the lost stars of podcasts. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, as we wrap up, we're just gonna uh, round up. Uh, Charles, we'll start with you. Tell the people uh, where they can find you online um, going forward. Yeah, so you guys can find me on Twitter as of about 48 hours ago. Um, it's at C. Hankel, which is my last name. You probably have to check the show notes to spell that, but come talk to me. I'd love to hear from you. Cool. You can find me on Twitter at uh, DocStarWarsMD. Yes, I did go there. Nerd. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So yeah. great. Absolutely, absolutely. Find me on Twitter. Uh, you can also shoot me an email directly if you want to at CEO at utini.com. Um, yeah. All right. And I am at Eric Eilerson on Twitter. Uh, like Charles, just check the show notes for spelling of everything. Um, tweet us at Living Force Pod with comments and ideas. Email us with questions that we'll answer as the weeks go on at livingforce at utini.com. Uh, keep the code in your hearts. And as always, may the force be with you. There is no hatred, there is joy. 
There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. Trust in the living force.